Boys. What's the hey, most Hellas. annoying thing in your life right now? <laughs> oh, man. We doing the whole episode like this, or we just got to pick one? <laughs> <laughs> the most annoying thing in your life right now. Well, I'm kind of annoyed that I just found out that like like multiple schools that I root for are in the NCAA tournament and they're playing at like midnight o'clock and I there's no way I'm going to stay awake for any of these games. So I'm a little bit annoyed by that. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot because uh, that's going to be something that's going to be coming up a lot later and very soon. Less for me than you guys because... March Madness time's here. Yeah, oh. you dick. Perfect. Hate you. Hate so, you. so what times? What times? Pit play in the um almost in tournament. Well, yeah. See, the problem is whatever game time they tell you, it's assuming that everything goes according to plan to a T, which never happens. So, Pit's supposed to play at ten, right? Is that right, Dan? Ten o'clock, nine, nine o'clock, nine o'clock. Um, so they'll probably <laughs> play more like. 9 30 10 and then kent state is the 9 55 p.m tip off the last game of the day then the last game of the day never starts on time that game is going to start at like 10 30 11 o'clock at night yep. not happy all it takes is yeah. one game because you just got to root for blowouts at that point yeah. you know what i mean and that's not a fun night of basketball for anyone but like if your team's going on last like it, one of those games goes at noon that comes on at noon goes into triple overtime to wrap for yeah. the rest of the day yeah it's over yeah yeah Damn, um what's the most annoying thing in your life right now man fascinating question uh so many directions to go with this um the most annoying thing in my life right now there's i there's a lot of things that we want to like do in our free time, whether that's go on a trip or, and there's just, there's been no time for any of it. There's not enough time for fun <laughs> right now. That's, that's what's really annoying me is that it seems like the work week is six and a half days long and the weekend is eight hours. And I just, that, that's been annoying me lately. I haven't had anything fun, like, extra fun we just no, we just went to a wedding that was fun but i need i need a, something to look forward to to slow down time a little bit that's that's what's been pretty annoying right now hangers okay oh, oh you mean specifically hangers <laughs> i freaking hate hangers dude i can't find i cannot find good hangers and i've been on a search for good hangers for how old am i 38 38 years i've been on a search for good hangers there's some right behind it. you, man. Have you tried the ones behind you? <laughs> Here's the thing. I love those hangers, but you know what those hangers are going to do to me here in like, I don't know, a week or sometime whenever I need them. The thing is going to come right out because I love cloth hangers. I love them. But the freaking handle, the, the hook just all of a sudden just decides to just go out. Your clothes fall on the floor and it's just annoying. And I have to take clothes a lot of places these days. And it's very annoying. That mm. I can't find hangers that just are going to be reliable 24-7-365. And that's, it's just annoying. That's fair. Hangers on the go are rough. Like, 
that's a business idea maybe for us to figure out the the right way to do it. Cause like I I personally think the best hangers are wooden hangers. I like wooden hangers, okay. but like that's not trip travel friendly at all. Right. Right. Yeah. That's the because the, the problem with wooden hangers is that you can only put so many in a garment bag. Mm-hmm. So because mm-hmm. they're so thick, right? And it's, yeah. yeah, it's the issue. Wow. What dynamic answers we were able to provide there. That's just listen. This is why, why we this is the brunch breakdown. Listen, yeah. <laughs> what we do people have asked me, why do you do the first why do you do the top of the, the show cold? Because I want people who actually want to listen to us to stay stick around. Yeah. I don't want people to think they're gonna get something different. No, yeah. this is what you're getting. You're you gotta in, earn it. You got something to say about hangers or game times, you know what I'm saying? Or you just don't know where to have when to have fun, you're here. That's why you listen to the brunch breakdown. Yeah. It's our mission well, statement. Welcome to the table. <laughs> What's up? It's Dee out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh. It's the Brunch Breakdown Podcast. And today on the show, I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, and it's not that we're not prepared. We've prepared something. We're going to get our topics all from chat GPT. So it is all AI brunch today. And I have no clue how this is going to go. So, um, if this is your first time listening to the brunch breakdown, just plan on listening next week to get a better idea <laughs> of the show. <laughs> if this one is not great for you. But anyways, Dan, let everyone know where they can find the brunch breakdown if they don't like it this week, next week, or previous episodes. Yeah, if you didn't like that cold open, maybe you shouldn't <laughs> stick around because it's basically going to be like that the whole the rest of the way. Um <laughs> Uh, but you can find the brush breakdown anywhere that you listen to podcasts. All the major players that are out there, Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever. The list goes on Odyssey, Audible, Amazon. You can find the brunch breakdown anywhere you listen to podcasts. We've got new episodes every week. They come out every Wednesday. Make sure you're following or subscribing to our channel wherever you decide to listen. It's just fine with us. We've got full video episodes as well. You can see our beautiful faces. Uh, we put those up on our YouTube page and our Facebook page. They premiere at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific every Wednesday as well. On demand, anytime you want to watch those on either of those channels. We're everywhere on social media as well. At Brunch Breakdown. Find us there. Follow us. Follow you back. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Trailer, TikTok, anywhere in between. And, of course, our Sounds of Brunch playlist. We give you what we're listening to each and every week. We stack all those Put them into a playlist exclusively on Spotify called The Sounds of Brunch. That's all you got to do. Go to Spotify, search Sounds of Brunch, follow that there, and enjoy. Beautiful. Well, it's time to get random topics off our chest, guys. Chris, get it off your chest. What you got? Thank you for this opportunity, Didi. I think there are far too many employees on the floor at Dick's Sporting Goods at any one time during the day. There's just no need for the amount of people that work at that store to actually be working at the same time. It's just completely unnecessary. And I think this is part of the reason I was I was just there. And um, I think this is partly a me thing, but I think I have a hunch that most people feel similar to me in that like, if I'm walking around the store and more than two people ask me, like what I'm looking for, if I need help, do they need me to they be guided to what, like if more than two people do that, 
I, like I, I'm done. I, I don't want to shop at your store anymore. I like to just be able to look at stuff and make my own decisions. But then the crazy thing was like, so I did a loop with children and I thought like the children will just keep at least some of the employees away. They won't want to come into, and no, like I had 17 people every time I turned a corner at the store asking me if I needed help. And don't get me wrong. I appreciate the kindness. I appreciate the customer service and support, but it's, it's too much. And then when I actually had a few things that I wanted to go in and try on in a fitting room, they have 92 people working on the floor and like three of them have a key to actually let you in the fitting room. How is this possible? So then one person took me to the fitting room and he said, you got to press this button and then somebody with a key will get notified. They'll come over. Well, okay. Like five to seven minutes later, I'm still standing there like a dumbass because nobody's come over to the damn fitting room. <laughs> so I have to find another person who of course also doesn't have a key. And then they have to get on like the walkie talkie and find a person like, Hey, maybe if you didn't have so many people working at one time, you all could coordinate and figure out who has the damn key that I need. It's just, it's it's way too much. Dix is the, the focal point of this rant, but in general, like let's figure out the ratios in these types of stores. Like Dix, you could probably save a lot of money. You don't need to pay that many people to be in there. I promise you, you don't need all these people with the earpiece and the walkie talkies because they're really not doing anything to begin with. And that that's that's all. That's my rant for today. We need less dicks than dicks. <laughs> Shut it down. Wow. Can I tell you what is uh, worse is because you're talking about too many people. Hangers, yes. One thousand percent hangers are the worst. But um, what's worse is when you go to Express where there are like four people working. Mm. And you got to find the one person that has the key. And they are all talking to other people or ah. they're checking somebody out. There's not enough people in the store. So I understand why you put a lock on the fitting rooms. I get that because like some people leave their clothes in there and all that shit. And it's like you want to keep some kind of order and fashion and all that, whatever. I get it. But like the stores that annoy me the most are ones that don't have enough people working and you're just standing by the fitting room to the point where you're like, all right, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'll come back another time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Really I don't know. Here. I feel like, you know, every person like you, you're responsible for what you leave in that fitting room. Let's open the fitting rooms back up. Okay. Let's stop the gatekeeping of the fitting rooms and just let people try on their damn clothes. Change that we can believe in right there. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> I would be with you if it weren't for the fact that you've been to the Macy's fitting room. Dude, the Macy's fitting rooms mm. are disgusting. <laughs> they yeah. are awful. And it's because you can just go in and out of those things anytime you want. I'm here for just give more people keys, dicks. <laughs> Stop being dicks with the keys. Give people more keys. <laughs> Dan, get it off your chest. Uh, well, I'm going to go 180 here this week, and I'm I'm going to spin positive. I've been doing a lot of complaining and judging people over the last couple of weeks in this <laughs> segment, right. uh, rightfully so. But let's go, let's go positive. <laughs> feeling good, feeling good after a good weekend. Uh, and we do this every once in a while. Uh, but I want to take another chance uh, to just thank everybody that listens 
to us, right? Whether it's every week or once a month or once in a while, it means a ton to all of us uh, that you listen and that you interact. And we're interacting with a lot of people, uh, whether it being uh, on our social media channels or in person. Uh, this past weekend, uh, we had the honor, Chris and I had the honor of attending a wedding of a very, very good friend of ours. Uh, we love weddings. I absolutely thrive at weddings. Anybody that's been to a wedding with me uh, knows that. Took home another MVP trophy last night. Thanks very much for your votes. <laughs> um, uh, but it was great seeing people I haven't seen in months or even years. And I mean like 16, 17, 18 years in some cases. So it was just like crazy. And that just made me like appreciate being in moments like that around great people, around great friends. And so just feeling good after a, a, a great time, a great weekend, grateful for great friends, friends like you guys, being in great moments and to our listeners, like I said, that's where it all comes back to uh, getting to hear feedback from people, whether they're friends of ours or people we've never met or never will meet. Um, it's very cool. It's very cool. So we, I know we've been doing these episodes for a long, long time. And, um, you know, I'd, I'd like to say that we wouldn't do it without listeners, but we might if we did. <laughs> we might. Uh, maybe just less production work uh, during the week. We would be all it would be. Uh, but, uh, yeah, spinning positive this week. And, and thanks for all those people that that listen out there. Yeah, I was uh, a number of times during the wedding. I was like telling people like a story or something. And I would say like, yeah, I told like my buddy Didi or I was telling Dan this. And they're like, yeah, I know. I know. I listen to the podcast every week. <laughs> I just assume people don't listen, you know, like a shocking yeah. number of people were like, I, I'm aware of the conversation that you're talking about. Right. <laughs> it's cool. It was very cool. Yeah. I'm always shocked too. Uh, and shout shouts to Megan, um, who hates the brush breakdown all the time. Yeah, so right. It's really funny. Because <laughs> the first thing she said to me at your wedding, Dan, was something making fun of the brunch breakdown. <laughs> So it's Sounds funny right. that her wedding made you think to thank the listeners of the brunch breakdown because no one hates on the brunch breakdown like Megan and my wife. Like no one hates on it more than right. <laughs> so <laughs> very ironic that way. Yes, but yeah, so we thank Megan for that moment. At yes, least. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it looked like so much fun. It's so funny seeing people that you know, like you know very well from home getting married and like you're 3000 miles away and you're just seeing your whole Instagram feed for the, like <laughs> the whole night, basically from like 3 PM all the way until what, until <laughs> today is the whole, yeah. is the whole wedding. So it's nice in that regard. Cause you don't like, I feel like you don't like miss it, but you're always like, ah, oh, you know, that's cool. But yeah, mm -hmm. it looked yeah, phenomenal. It was a blast. It was a good yeah. time. It was an amazing, amazing wedding. Yes. It really was. All right, boys. Well, uh, it's that time. That uh, we now that I have to do this, I have to talk about what happened last week on the brunch breakdown. So oh boy. this oh is boy. now a new thing for oh no. all of us that we have to do anytime someone misses. Chris is not going to be here next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Chris will be here I've next week. One, you have. I've yeah, got one coming up in a couple weeks. I got one okay. coming up in a couple weeks. So I right. got homework. So good. Now <laughs> that is I can't wait. That is the homework. All right. Okay. So I gave you guys a topic last week and I said, um, what from somewhere that you used that you used to live, Dan lived down south, Chris lived out west. Like, what do you want? What out from that place would you want in Pittsburgh? Okay. So 
I was so shocked and I'm disappointed and mad that Chris didn't say he wanted Beaver Stadium. Is that what they call it? In uh, Pittsburgh. I couldn't oh, believe wow. that is not yeah. what you said. <laughs> I, I, on I, campus football stadium. <laughs> yes. I couldn't believe you the person who just wakes up in the morning and tweets, I want an on-campus football stadium, <laughs> unprompted by anything. Probably say it to your wife before you tweet it. And I'm just like, how does he not say that? I was literally screaming in my car. Like, wh- how does he not say that? Yeah, that's a really good point. It did, yeah. I, that You're right. That's an oversight. That's definitely an oversight. Cool stadium. It was great that it was on campus. Like, what a, what a, what a concept. A college yeah. <laughs> team has its own stadium. Um, damn, good call. That's a good call. Yeah. And I missed that too. And yeah. And and you, you teased us earlier this week. You're like, there's one thing I'm stunned. You didn't say, and I've been waiting an entire week to find out what that was. I couldn't think of, of what it could have been that, that you were let down so deeply hurt that Chris missed there. And there you go. The obvious answer right in front of us. I know. Super obvious. Dan's was like spot on, like completely predictable. He's like Bojangles. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Uh, rooftop bars. That's a good thing though. That was a good one though. It actually like took me back. Cause I was like, that was the reason I liked, I remember when the first time I went to Charleston, South Carolina, I was like, my God, there's rooftops everywhere. Like, and there's yeah. no line. That's so crazy. <laughs> like there's <laughs> right. so many of them. It's not this novelty thing. It's, it's, it's crazy. Um, but I love that. Uh, so the thing that I miss that I wish were there honestly is I wish there were pizza and wings here like there are at home that's what i miss the most because when i go home that is all i want to do is eat and those are really the things that i want to eat the most and of course like there's the pittsburgh stuff like permanis and fries on sandwiches and salads and stuff of course but it's that that i really miss because i go to wingstop mainly because wingstop's a chain it's a national chain but they just do things very well right so that's why I go to Wingstop all the time because there's no, they just don't do that well here. They do a lot of things well here. Sushi's great here. Thai food's great here. Lots of great foods here. Wings people just don't do it right. They don't mm-hmm. do it right here. In pizza, they don't do it right here either. You know. So th- mm-hmm. those are the things that I wish. That's what I wish were here. And uh, your festivals, guys. This was good. I really enjoyed this. I enjoyed this a lot because I'm listening to the show. I didn't know this was happening, so I was very happy about it. And there's a burrito festival, which I texted you guys earlier this week. There's a burrito (laughs) festival in San Francisco. It's called Burrito Bash. (laughs) It's called, and here's the title of the festival. It's called Burrito Bash, the search for the perfect burrito. Oh, wow. Well, I should be involved. Yeah. The mission behind it. You should be a judge. (laughs) Like, Yeah. (laughs) Um, there you go. Wow. <laughs> but the festival that I, the festival that I would want is a taco and margarita festival, which I need both of them. I know there's festivals mm. that have both those things at them, but I need one that's literally just both of them. And it's all the margarita, the best margaritas in the world all over, just like Ribfest. Chris said Ribfest. One of you guys said Ribfest. I can't remember. But like that is, but of course, Ribfest is amazing. And I want to go to all of them. But I want to go to all the talk. I want to try all the tacos and margaritas everywhere, everywhere. And I don't want to just do one at a time. I want to do both. Like I need both of them at the same place at the same time. Because that can make my tacos taste better, I think. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're in the same genre right like they go together yeah that makes a lot of sense i like that 
Yeah. Yes. Enhances the experience. They go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. That's yes. the, that's a, that's a great choice there. That's a All great right. Choice. And last, and lastly, uh, my songs that are on the playlist this week, little mix back. Are, uh, uh, yeah. Really? I'll tell you what, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I almost didn't put your songs in the playlist this week. I was so offended. I actually went to check to see if you actually did put them on. Cause I was like, I've, cause I just put it out. Cause I like put it out there, but like, no, these, I went to Disneyland with my kids. Yeah. We, we can tell. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm going to tell you this right now. Okay. Uh, that Lonnie song kind of a jam. I really <laughs> like it. One night stand. Um, Megan Trainer made you look, hate that song. Hate that song a lot. You know who loves that song? Everyone else in my car, but me, Siobhan included. Everyone loves that damn song. So listen to that a lot on the way to Anaheim and back. And okay, here's the thing. Goosebumps, <laughs> the kids bop version. Yeah, okay? right. Okay. Yeah. Just you got to understand. Every once in a while, kids bop does something that I'm like, good work, guys. I almost put party like a rock star on there. The kids bop version just to make people understand that that version might be better than the regular party like a rock star. And this Goosebumps Travis Scott cover is great. So if you haven't listened to the playlist, check out Goosebumps, Kids Bop, Fire. It's on there for two weeks. So oh yeah, if you missed oh, it. Yeah. You still have you still have time. We're still still in time. It. It's amazing they're all on there right now, <laughs> let alone a week from now. Yeah, you should listen this. as soon as you can because Dan's in charge. And uh, yeah, needed to, and I needed to let you guys know that. So, guys, last well, that's a good recap of our episode. I'd say there, Chris. That's yeah, yeah. I enjoyed <laughs> pretty it. Good. Pretty good. Oh, here's a bon- bonus. Bonus. Shouts to Dan bringing the glasses back. Shouts to Shannon for allowing him to bring the glasses back. And <laughs> Chris, shouts to you. Uh, I see your video is we gotta get the lighting straightened out, but the video looking solid. What? Which vi- what for Chris video? Gates Fitness? Oh, thank you. Yeah, I thought I there were, you meant a video from the wedding. I was like, oh shit, no. what, what video? <laughs> no, no, your video looks good. Thank you, man. I appreciate yes. that. Thank you. Looks good. All right. Well, yeah, and it almost looks like I let Chris borrow the glasses uh, for tonight. I know. No. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was telling Dan, I was like, you're going to see this look again tomorrow. You get ready for yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you make a good point, Didi, about my wife allowing me to wear yeah. making the glasses, making their long way to return. And I'll tell you what, I have to tell this quick side story. Uh, we were out with some friends, good friends of the program as well. And we were talking about the glasses and it was brought up that they don't like the idea of them because they're fake, but they acknowledge that they, it fits, it works, right? Which is why you so graciously passed them on to me. And in September, I was given permission from Shannon. She said, okay, you can wear them for Megan's wedding. Had it in my phone, got an alert Saturday morning <laughs> that said, got an alert right in time for it. Shannon said I could wear glasses to Megan's wedding reception 9222 at Cinderlands with the friends that we were there with as as proof that the witnesses were there. So I made sure it would happen and I lived up to it. Couldn't let Your it down. Paper trail. That's I'm glad I did. That is amazing. I love that so much. Well, uh, now let's talk some beer. What are we sipping on today, boys? Uh, Chris, what you got? Well, um, 
I was thinking about being really lame and saying the beer that I drank last night at the wedding, which was a yingling. But no, I decided to have a beer today, boys. Um, funny enough, Dan was thinking about going up to the bartender at the wedding last night and asking if they had any beer with marshmallow in it. Um, I don't know. Dan, did you actually go through with that? Did you ever get the answer? I didn't. There were weird vibes from from both of those bartenders, so I didn't think it was going to go over super well. Like, what do you got in the uh, marshmallow IPA category up here, huh? Anything good? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So what I had, what I'm featuring tonight, what I had earlier today, it's called Infinity Goes Up on Trial. This is from Insurrection Ale Works in Heidelberg. Okay, Heidelberg is a is a is a town and. Pittsburgh that holds a, a special place in my heart because of the early 2000s when the Penguins were in the Stanley Cup playoffs and we had Johan Hedberg as the goaltender and people took the Heidelberg traffic signs on the highway and just like covered up the letters in it. So it said Hedberg. Always have loved that town. Um, I'll be honest with you. I, this is in the back of my fridge. Just decided to give it a try today and like it's fine. <laughs> I don't have a lot of cool stuff to say about it. It's like a hoppy okay ipa uh, it, it i i wouldn't say go out of your way to try and get it but it was fine for today while i was folding laundry and having a beer <laughs> like i don't have a lot of rave reviews of it but it was it was fine it was more interesting than the yingling last night i guess <laughs> i hope was so it? it doesn't sound like it yeah yeah all right, so I got another one from BrewDog. Uh, Hazy Jane. Nope. Yes. Hazy Jane, embrace the opaque. Uh, I really like this beer. I got a couple of these. I've had a couple of these um, because I really like BrewDog. I like want to go there. Um, I don't know when that will ever happen, but I, just, <laughs> I, 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 I tend to think when I see things like this that it's like, oh, man, this beer is from Ohio. I'll go there. And I'm like, I don't live over there anymore. It's not going to happen. But shouts to Brewdog. I really like this Hazy Jane. And um, yeah, it's like a New England style IPA. So it's not like Cali style over here or West Coast style. So um, but yeah, I just I really like it. So shouts to Brewdog. Well, you may not get to Columbus, which is where they also have not only the tap room, but the hotel and that if you yeah. if you can find time and money and whatever to go, I encourage anybody to do so. Um but they do have a tap room in Pittsburgh now. So next time you're back in the, you're in the Berg, we can go. They've got a lot of brew dog on tap. Cool, cool menu, a little food there too as well. So, well, then I take back that. what I said. I will be there. Damn it. I don't know yep. when, but at some point I will be there. Shout out to that. But yeah, the hotel just looks super cool. Like, don't they have like amazing? They have like a fridge in the shower or something, or close yep, to the got shower? room for shower beers. Yeah. A, a fridge in the, in the bathroom. And then you can hook up a, uh, uh, a tiny keg in your in your room with a draft system. It's that's awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. There's uh you get stouts instead of milk and cookies. It's a stout and cookies uh every night. I mean it's it's amazing. Sick. Highly encourage it. Highly encourage <laughs> it. Um well for me, um yeah, we did a lot of drinking this weekend. Deservedly so celebrating Megan and Ryan. Uh so I need something a little soft. And what I happen to find is exactly what soft is this is the so soft ipa oh cashmere yeah with cashmere hops from hitchhiker brewing and a beautiful just beautiful can and i love this ipa because it's it's described so well it's soft it's smooth it's like 
almost it's not creamy but it gives you kind of that mouthfeel because it is it's soft it's it's citrusy um and it's like smooth hop it's not bitter hop it's smooth that's what the cashmere is there for and it's just this is what i need on a day like today a little sunday a little little weekend drinking binge and then you just feel so soft calm things down no marshmallow this time but a great a great beer from the good folks at hitchhiker just what i need today bro i've i've had that and that is too easy to drink like yes it yes, is so it is. it is so very easy drinker but like flavorful very good i love i love that exactly beer. well what, said what what's the abv on that 6.2 oh okay so I see why it's a sweet spot right yeah you're oh yeah no five but you're not in that seven eight number where you're like Ooh, ew. look out <laughs> yeah it's like once you get this <laughs> so funny it's like when i see seven i'm like <sighs> decisions have to be made <laughs> what's like, the rest of my right. day look like yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like oh man it's like you see those 7.2 you're like mm, all right kids mm. gotta be asleep like <laughs> Everything's got to be on point. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, let's get into. Oh, cheers, boys. Here we go. Cheers. 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 Happy, happy Brews Day, boys. Well, let's get into the main menu. Uh, I don't know what's about to happen. Oh, boy. But uh, we are about to use some AI for our topics for the brunch breakdown. Chris, what's yeah, happening? Man. What's going on? Uh, what what is happening? That's a great question. Um, so yeah, I don't know exactly what's going to happen either, but we're going to try this out. I did this for my podcast, uh, for my business, and I was just like, hey, like, what what fitness questions should I answer on the podcast? Uh, and it it spit out ten, and like like five, six, seven of them were actually legitimately good. So I was like, well, could we do this for the brunch breakdown? I tried it tried it yesterday and um my prompt wasn't great i don't think <laughs> although maybe it, it would have been because i was just like hey um assuming you know what the brunch breakdown podcast is which we talk about and it was it gave me some very serious topics so we're gonna try this again i'm gonna try and share chat gpt here so are you seeing right. chat gpt boys let's go indeed yeah there it is All right, so I have this prompt, and I want to make sure that you guys like this before I hit enter and we see what it says. But it says, uh, I'm going to brunch with my two best friends. We love sports, music, and food. What do you think we should talk about at the table together? Thoughts? I like it. I hope Shaq comes up. No. (laughs) (laughs) Have you tried Shaq court? (laughs) (laughs) All right, we will uh, hit enter here and see what chat gpt says okay so it's so it's spitting out a lot of stuff we got a sports a music it's basically a food travel okay hobbies wow current events. This go oh my god remember the most this... important thing is to have fun and enjoy each other's company so don't worry too much about what you talk about as long as you're having a good time that's what it said at the end mm. of this. Mm. um okay do you want me to read through these and see if there's anything we want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, read read through just so that the people that are listening get get a better idea of what this spit out, and then we'll see if we can find something good in here. Okay, sports. 
Talk about your favorite teams or athletes, upcoming games, and the latest news in the sports world. Uh, that's generic. You could also discuss your own experiences playing sports or your favorite memories from attending live sporting events. That's not bad. Uh, mm -hmm. Music, share your favorite bands and musicians, concerts you've attended, and the latest albums you've been listening to. Well, we have a segment on that, so that's coming later. Uh, you could also <laughs> discuss the music scene in your city and upcoming concerts or festivals you're looking forward to. Uh, number three, food. Since you're going to brunch, you could talk about your favorite brunch spots, new restaurants you've tried, or the recipes you've been experimenting with at home. You could also share tips for cooking or finding the best local cuisine. Travel. If you and your friends enjoy traveling, you could discuss your favorite trips or upcoming travel plans. You could also talk about places you've always wanted to visit and your dream destinations. Hobbies. Uh, share hobbies and interests with each other, whether it's hiking, reading, or playing video games, you might find that you have more in common than you thought. I don't think we could be more on the same page about what we're in common with and not in common with. So I think <laughs> yes, we're good on right. that one. Uh, yeah. Current current events, discussing the latest news and trends in politics, pop culture, or social issues can be a great way to learn from each other's perspectives and stay informed about what's happening in the world. So just generally, this is just maybe the longest definition of what the brunch breakdown is yeah. when just looking yeah. at these categories. Yeah, yeah that's it's like I much. feel like you know who we are and you're just trying to yeah. tell us what we talk about in long form. Um, but yeah, there's a couple of specific things in there. Like sports, we do sports brunch. That's basically what sports brunch is on there with a couple of exceptions, music, food, hobbies, current events. I mean, that is I mean, that's who we are. But what do we what do we find in here? Anything good? We can also ask it more questions. If something in here, you're like, okay. you know, what if we took a spin a certain way? Like we can keep asking questions. So it's also an option. I want to get to travel. Okay. Travel. Okay. I don't think we talk enough about travel That's on fair. this pod. And I do want to know, where is the place? Where is your dream destination? Oof. Like, where's a place that, like, not that you're... Because, like, I feel like we are all got travel plans. Like, you're going... Chris is going to Tampa and, like, this week. Like, I know I'm going to Scottsdale soon and some other stuff. And, like, Dan's always going somewhere. But, like, where's the, like, the place where you're, like, this is where I gotta go at some point in my life? Not just a place where it's, like, you know, I could... We go there, you know, next week if we just planned it. So. Yeah. Yeah. What's your dream destination? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for me, it it has and always will be Italy. Um, and I know a lot of people have been there and I, you know, I've been to Europe, but that's the one place, one country I haven't, you know, I've got Italian heritage and I could literally eat Italian food or pasta every day for the rest of my life and die a happy man. And so that's always been and like, like when I when I when I go, I don't want to be I don't want it to be a tour of Europe where we're stopping in Italy for three days. You know what I mean? I need to spend many a day in italy different cities different spots different cuisines i really need the full embrace so i mean, that's a that's a long-term planning with time and money and everything like that and my wife's been there she spent a little bit of time there when she studied abroad um but that's one thing that we both know it's on our list it's been on my list for a long time that i i have to go there and one day one day we'll make it Nice. What about you, Christopher? Um, yeah, Italy's a good one. Uh, I, I really like that one. I think that'd be cool. I mean, I've never, to be honest with you, the, the only other country I've been to is Canada. So I like am not well traveled by any means. Uh, so 
there's a lot of, I, I, when I consider this topic of like your dream place, it can't be like, it can't be in the United States, right? It has to be somewhere outside of this country because in our country, it's just too easy to travel places if you really want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's a lot of places in Europe I feel like I would like to go. The one that sticks out to me is Ireland, just because kind of like Dan said, he's Italian. Like I, I'm, I'm very Irish. And, um, I, I've always thought that it would be cool to go there just because of like, you know, like the, the lineage thing. And they also are just into things that I'm into like drinking. Right. So I feel like that would be cool to go over there, (laughs) but I feel like it would be probably be best if it was made as some part of a larger European trip. I've always thought that if you're going to go over to Europe, like it just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to stay in one place, you know, especially if it's your first time there. So maybe, Maybe I guess that's a long-winded way of saying just like some type of European trip where you could, we could bounce around to uh, a, a few different countries. Dude, I I love all of these. These are all things I I really want to go to. I I want to go to Italy really bad because I just want to eat for like a month. But I want to go to <laughs> yeah. Italy for like a month and just eat and drink and come back like fifty pounds heavier and then call Chris up and be like, we got to get to work. Um, <laughs> That's what but I would love to do that. But um, I really want to go to Greece, like really, really bad. I really mm. want to go to Greece because when I just see and I don't even know what to do there other than I guess eat. But like I just see pictures of like Santorini and other places. And I'm like, this looks like the most gorgeous place I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And like, I just want to go there. And it's not a place where, you know, I could just be like, Tomorrow we're going to Greece. That's planning has to be involved. You know what I mean? So yeah, like that's definitely it. But there's a lot of places I want to go. I want to, there's a lot of places I still, still want to go, but I want to, but I want to like not go there for a couple days. I want to be like in, I want to, I want to embrace a culture. It's almost like I want to go live somewhere else for like six mm-hmm. months or something like that. Cause that's one thing that I wish I would have done. And I've said this on the podcast before, like, I wish I was a study abroad. That's like my only regret in from college is that like, I didn't have a friend who was studying abroad that was just like, yo, let's go do that. And I would have been like, sweet, let's go do it. But yeah. So like, I would, yeah, I just want to go live somewhere else and embrace someone else's culture for like a year or half a year or something. That's a good yeah. call. That's a good. And especially like when you're making that long of a trip out of it, like you got to mm-hmm. plan on being there for a while so that you're not like just doing back-to-back monster flights and oh. also so you can actually get a feel for the culture yeah because like you know how long the flight to australia is the flight oh to God. australia oh. is so long that it makes me like i i can't even think about being on a plane for that long like that's insane mm. but it's just like i but i want to go there I, I, you know what i mean but it's just oh god so i want to be there for a really long time if i have to do that like i don't want to go even a week i don't want to have to like think about that flight for like three weeks <laughs> yeah right. Like, yeah 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 there are certain things about certain countries that scare the shit out of me at the same time like australia um i've seen way too many lists of like the amount of like animals and wildlife that could legitimately kill you very easily mm. over there. And I'm just like, yeah, maybe, I don't know. I like might push that trip back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Kangaroos are not nice. Apparently neither are koalas. Yeah, dude. 
Yeah. And they just have like, there's like the insects over there are bigger and like more intense. <laughs> and I can't, I don't do well with honeybees. So I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that could be a little rough for you. There's not, really not a high enough deep. There's not a high enough deep level to keep you protected. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I want to. Uh, if we could switch topics, I yeah, think this is interesting. Yeah, I think this is interesting, and I would love to hear about this from you guys because I don't think we've talked about this before. But on the sports front, ChatGPT said your own experiences playing sports. And I'm kind of curious to hear from you guys, like, is there a one moment or maybe a, a one or two moments that stick out to you as like the greatest athletic achievements of your life? I I would love to hear that. I have one. If, if you guys need time to think about it, I can give you mine. I need it, yours. Go. Okay. Uh, yeah. Most of mine are like, man, I played a lot of sports and most of mine are just sad. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I've told you guys this story either. Um, I once scored, uh, 22 points in a basketball game. Okay. It was, ju- I was just on fire. I'd never played basketball to this level of execution before in my life. Um, but when I was playing the game, it was like, it was weird because it was the first game of the season in a new league, you know, when you're little kids, like, you just show up and find out who's on your team, you know? And I think this was like middle school or something like that. And uh, I showed up and like, there was a kid in my grade sitting in the stands watching and his younger brother was on my team. Like I was on the team of his younger brother. And I was like, that seems weird, but okay, (laughs) we're going to play this game. (laughs) I come to find out that like somehow with whatever forms were submitted, my birthday was put wrong on the form and I was put into a league of kids that were younger than me. And so the reason I dropped 22 in the first game of the season is because I was, I was like, so more, I was way more athletically developed than these kids. And I was just, I was like Jordan for a day. It's the greatest athletic achievement that has ever happened in my life. And uh, I'm, I'm still proud of it. You know, I mean, look at the NBA. There's guys that are like, multiple years apart and that doesn't mean that they're schooling each other but i i managed to make it happen so you know i get a little bit of credit at least that's amazing (laughs) wow (laughs) wow that's amazing when did you realize when did you find out bro i i like did you what what, was it it a couple days was it a couple years once no, they erased like, the record and disqualified him, he was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I I got, they made me switch leagues because they found out that I was playing in the wrong league after the first game because they saw me like well, dominating Dan- and they were like, this doesn't seem right. And uh, they went back and looked at the paperwork and we were like, oh yeah, his birthday was written wrong on his signup form. And so I got bumped up to another league and then I sucked again. So, you know, it was just one day in the sun. That's what it was. You were, you were Danny Almonte before Danny Almonte. I mean, like, I feel like we heard this story. (laughs) I was the Danny Almonte of why winners basketball. That's right. Amazing. (laughs) Oh, wow. This is great. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mine are more along the sad category there too, Chris. Um, because the the first one that came to mind wasn't really uh, an achievement, uh, but I'll give it to you anyways. Um, I think, Chris, we may have even been on the same hockey team. We played on a couple of teams together over the years, but 
Um, during a game, I dis uh, surprised to anybody that knows my health history dislocated my knee uh, <laughs> pretty badly uh, during a game. And we were winless a couple games into the season at this point and winless and it wasn't going well. And I knew that once I went down, I wasn't going to be able to play for a couple of weeks. Um, but I was still there supports team. I was like, I'll, I'll be coach, right? I'll be the, I'll be the coach. And first game I was there as coach, we won. And so my coaching record is flawless. Um, so <laughs> even though I had nothing to do with like what happened actually out there, it was, you know, it was like, maybe I'm meant to be more of a coach. Um, but the actual athletic achievement that came to mind was uh, I was in uh, like a, a golf kind of clinic right? There was a bunch of kids were all kind of learning how to play golf, certain things. And there were like little competitions along the way. And this one kid was just like wrecking everyone in these little competitions, just like coming away first in the short game, the longest drive closer to whatever. And then came the putting competition and your boy here knocked his ass out, came in first. That young man went by the name of Michael Jordan. So it was extra sweet that no, obviously not the Michael Jordan, but his name was Michael Jordan, and he was living up <laughs> he, to the name. He was an clearly a Michael bred, Jordan. He'd been bred that way for a long time to be the best, <laughs> but not at pet, not at putting that day, my friend. I beat him there. That was a grand yeah. achievement. I was so hyped you beat Michael B. Jordan in putting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Um. Okay. Wildest athletic feat for me, it was high school track. I, okay, so I was a fine sprinter. It was, it was, it was fine. And there was this one race that was like a semifinal race. It wasn't like the final race. And I got off the block, which I was the worst off the block. And I ran a 10, 700 meter dash. And when I tell you, I felt Ooh. like I was floating. Like, it was the weirdest out-of-body experience that I can ever think of. Like, it was like, I felt like I was floating. And, like, for what, I got video of this. Like, my mom was there with, with the, the camcorder. It's, it, it's, <laughs> but it was a semifinal race. I ended up getting third in the final, by the way. Like, I did not oh. have a good race in the final. <laughs> but that semifinal race was the best race I've ever had in my life and i literally <laughs> felt like i was floating i just felt like i was like i tied the school record that day like it was just like an insane thing because it was like holy shit and i remember getting done and like it was like silent and then all of a sudden like my dad who never really showed like any emotion was like what the hell did you just do and i was like i don't know maybe i'm taking steroids i don't freaking <laughs> know but uh but yeah that was yeah that was the craziest athletic feat and like when I watch sprinters on TV who like basically run like sub tens for breakfast, I'm like, how do you feel? <laughs> like not even like Usain Bolt, like just like you watch a college right. track meet and they're all running like 10 to 10. Oh, like you watch the Olympics. No one's running a 10. Like if somebody's running a 10, it means they fell and then got up yeah. and then ran the rest of the race. And I just I, like I think about that. I'm like, the, how that's freakish athleticism. I don't know. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know you dislocated your knee. That sucks. Oh. It still hurt. Uh which time do you want to talk about, Didi? Yeah, which time? How long you got, Didi? Um, 
You did it I've, twice. Uh, I've been there. I've been present for at least two of them. Uh, tw- you, uh, you're stop. No, twice. No, not twice. This is. I, I'm not joking here. My right knee has been dislocated eight times, and my left knee has been dislocated six times. And you're just out here doing the soldier boy for fun. <laughs> <laughs> But I think there is so significant I, risk involved with it. Yeah. 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 There, there, and I think, but I think like part of those injuries have made Dan a stronger dancer. Like the scar <laughs> tissue just lets his knees move in a certain way that fits his dance style. Like I think all those injuries set him up for the life that he has today. You're not oh wrong. You're not wrong. Wait, no, Dan, you can't talk here. This is your 30 for 30. <laughs> <laughs> what if I told you? <laughs> A man would dislocate his slowly, knees 14 slow motion, times. Every dislocation was just, oh, uh, yeah. What if I told you yeah. a man would dislocate dislocate his knees 14 times and then become the life of the party? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. This makes so much sense. This all makes sense. Because, like, Dan went to, when you went to Steve's wedding, you knew no one. You owned the dance floor. You knew <laughs> not one single soul there except for right. us. Not yep. one soul there. And you were on that dance floor doing things with your legs that I've never seen. <laughs> and I'm like, now that whole thing makes so much sense. Like, this is, wow. We need a 10-part documentary <laughs> on <laughs> the life of the party. But it wouldn't be, it would have to be something about like the last dance, but it was, it would be like the first dance, like all oh, right. <laughs> His mom's like, I just thought he'd never dance again. Yeah. <laughs> and there are, there's so many it. stories to tell out of like the 14 dislocations, um, eight of the nine, nine of them, eight of them probably happened playing sports. The other ones were some of the most obscure, random, and stupid things ever. One happened leaving high school one day, yeah, and one of one. our f- friends uh, like gave me like a little sidekick from behind. Boom, down I went, it hobbled out of there. I was like getting Bro. lifted out of high school just because he just decided to be a, a jackass walk- one day. Walking down that hallway at the end of the day was like, Remember in the Lion King when like Simba's yes. in the <laughs> trench and all the the antelope are coming down the stampede? Like that is what Dan dislocated his knee in. Uh, it was not good. I remember that. And the, the stampede did not slow or anything. It just kept going <laughs> and going. Yeah. Yeah. There's some very interesting stories amongst those dislocations. Um, yeah. There's a lot of stories to tell there. We could make that happen. We could make wow. that happen. But. Uh, and the scar tissue is audible. It's if you've ever heard, oh, yeah. and I know some people have had the honor of hearing or feeling the scar tissue when I uh, go upstairs or bend my knees. It sounds like, uh, if anybody that is not familiar, it just sounds like Velcro ripping. Uh, both of them do it, and it's pretty loud. I uh, I also liken it to a little snap, crackle, pop, Rice Krispies. Yeah, little Rice Krispies. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. But it's all again made me stronger to be the dancer that I am today. Wow, I am, I am mind blown. Learn something every day here on the yeah. brunch breakdown. Like, yeah. so we'll ask uh, Chat GPT next week about your knees and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And that particular dislocation was probably the worst. That that one that was the most painful. So full circle. Oh my god, Dan, is there a thing on Chat GPT that you're like, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna dive in? 
<laughs> um. Hmm. So is that well, you're you mostly ask it questions and it gives you you basically gives you an answer, right? Oh yeah. Uh yeah, for the most part. Let me see if I can fire it back up. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, up. you just like put prompts in, and uh, like you can ask it questions. It'll give you answers. You could say like what a lot of marketers do now is they say like write me a two thousand word article on X topic, and it'll spit out exactly what they asked for and like the more specific you are the more specific its answers will be hmm. i don't know I wish... I'm, I'm so i've got so much running through my head right now of um well if nothing else we can always dive right, into what about because we're gonna yeah, tell, we're gonna tell oh, yeah we're gonna do that right now there let's we do go music yeah let's do music <laughs> let's get into it uh with What's your favorite concert you've ever attended? Before oh, we get into the playlist. Favorite or best? Favorite or best? Oh. Because that may not be the same answer. That's true. I don't know which one I want. Best. 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 Okay. Best concert ever. Chris, what do you have? What's your? Uh, what's the best concert you've ever been to? Aside from the Skunk 11. Well, yeah. You so you're talking about ones that I didn't personally sing at. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> um Ska the... is dead version 72. That one felt <laughs> right. The uh drive through invasion tour in 2003 at Metropole, I believe is what it was called at that time in the strip district in Pittsburgh. Um, it was Alistair. The starting line, senses fail, uh, homegrown, like all these bands that I just absolutely loved in a venue that had like room for uh, like 400 people. Like it was the most intimate atmosphere, the most high energy uh, energy show. It was it was amazing. It, it was fantastic. Like that. I like that. That made me almost want to like change my pick. Cause I'm like, well, we'll favorite. You... it's like favorite and best is so hard in my head, but yeah. like, okay, best concert I've ever been to. Cause I went to see it three times in one week. Kanye's uh, St. Pablo tour where it's floating stage. And I went to see it from three different angles <laughs> that week <laughs> right. on the yeah. floor, chasing the stage around on the first level, on the second level. Um, greatest show ever and then he canceled the tour like two weeks later he hasn't been the same since so it means more to me now (laughs) it means way more to me now than i think it did then it like because it it was amazing then but now it's just like that in my head is like a big like line of kanye time it's like that tour in the end of it is like a huge line and like the kanye west timeline of crazy and then out of his mind that we can't even yeah. like mention him anymore <laughs> where his shoes or anything like that. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, For me, it's, it's, it really, for the last five years, it's been the same answer and I don't see it ever changing. Um, And I, I know it's part of a music festival, but we're talking about this performance. I'm going to get, cause it's still, it, it, it didn't even come close. Beyonce Coachella headliner five years ago was just again if i can just isolate that moment 
that was without a doubt show concert performance best best i've ever been to it was absolutely like like stunning couldn't believe it and if you don't you know want to count a festival one as one then she'll also get that award when uh uh beyonce and jay-z um hello <laughs> in the rose bowl dd you were there was an incredible show too so there take one of the take one of the pick but that's definitely the queen she reigns she's so great the 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 Coachella performance dance we're talking about is on Netflix and it's incredible. So watch it, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was life changing. All right. Well, let's get to what we're listening to. Shouts to Chat GPT for oh, slide this long. We should just do this when we don't have anything to talk about. I just, this <laughs> right. was nice. This was nice. Pretty I got to easier learn about than putting the work where in. you guys want to go, Dan's knees. Like, this was nice. Like, <laughs> it felt like we were at brunch, right? It was good. I know this was a very yeah. wow. And AI. again, it was just important to have a good time, like what Chat GPT said at the end there, and that's what yeah, we did. That's right. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, let's get into what we are listening to this week. Chris, what you got? Uh, well, Didi, you texted me about Wale, uh, oh. and so then I just listened to Wale pretty much <laughs> all week. <laughs> nice. Um, and his album, the Ambition album, is just so unbelievably good. It's crazy that it's, what, 12 years old now? That's insane to yeah. me. Um, but I'm going to put Don't Hold Your Applause on the playlist this week. It's the opening track from that album. Um, I feel like it just sets the stage for an album that blows you away from start to finish. So Wale... Shouts out to you, man. You he had the he had the he he might be the leading candidate for soundtrack of trips that I took in my early twenties. Like shouts <laughs> to Wale. Oh, that's a that's a good topic. Yeah, that is. Right, <laughs> yeah. right, that went down. Right, yeah. that went down. That's good. That's good. All right. Uh, I got this week. No more kids, Bob. Guys, I promise. Um. So Meet Me at the Altar put out their debut album and I really like it. Um, And I am going to put a few tomorrows on the playlist. Actually, wait, no, I'm going to put TMI on the playlist. That's what I'm going to do. I don't know. I really like it. I'm very excited about it. I, I just like what they're doing. I enjoy them. I watched them on. They were on the Kelly Clarkson show this past week and I just they're just a light. They're just young kids just making pop punk music and just saying that freaking they're like, we use these songwriters because they worked with Disney. They literally said this. They're like, we use these songwriters because they worked with Hillary Duff in 2005. And I'm like, how can I how can you hate these kids? Right. Meet me at the altar, man. Right. That album's a few with past, present, future. It's so good. Just check it out. It is. It's a great album. I had that. I, in fact, I was going to say I, TMI was the song I was going to put on there uh, too um, because it is. It's just a great collection of what current pop punk music is and they are the maybe not the past, but the present and the future of that genre for sure and that's exciting. Um, but in place of that, I will go with uh, Benny Sings and Remy Wolf uh, teamed up together for a song called Pyjamas. Uh, P.Y. Pyjamas. And it's a like a awesome collab with two 
people have two very unique voices. And uh, Remy Wolf, obviously, I've put on the playlist a lot in the past. And Benny Sings has, I've either put one of his songs on, or maybe he's been a feature on a song or two um, that he's been on the playlist in the past before, too. So it's a very chill vibe. Some really kind of catchy pieces along the way in this song. So Benny Sings and Remy Wolf with Pyjamas. Nice. Nice. Um, I was going to also put Meet Me at the Altar on the playlist this week. Um, so, and Do I'm, it. I still, all I three still, of us. We're, yeah, I still go. I'm going to. On. I like Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Like, I don't know. That song made me laugh, and it's also a jam, so I want to put that on. Uh, but I'll also pick uh, a, an alternate here. Um, Hot Mulligan is one of my favorite bands. I absolutely love their vibe and their sound. Their lead singer, his vocals um are just so unique I, I absolutely love this band and they put out a single um <laughs> the title is Shh, golf is on that's the title of the song <laughs> and uh they have an album coming out uh soon they have an album coming out this year why would i watch and it's one of the pre-releases i hope it's like one of two um but yeah we'll, we'll put that on there too uh yeah god dude freaking meet me at the altar all i can think about is that dude, cool is such a great song yeah. i hated it the first time i heard it then after <laughs> that i was like this song's fire um anyways mac lamore put on a new album ben which is his real name uh he's got a song called 1984 and i am going to make a daniel dudley proclamation this is going to be a huge hit at some point this year i am i promise you that this is going to this is a it's a really really good song and i am very interesting interested to see what happens with it because this is hmm. this is a really really good song and if it catches it's gonna be everywhere 1984 check it out nice yeah very excited about that that album we got like we were talking about it last week i think a little bit chris it's like we've got like macklemore's i we think he's actually back this is like this this album is good he's back um speaking of back uh mike shinoda from lincoln park you know, and it, no one's really sure what the future of Lincoln Park is or will be or whatever, right? It doesn't seem like there's a, a lot going on there. But Mike Shinoda has put out solo work throughout the course of his career, and, and he dropped the song uh, off the Scream soundtrack, the new Scream movie, uh, with um, an alt-pop singer named uh, Kaylee Morg. When, when I first read it quickly, I thought it said Kylie Minogue. Um, there's just a lot of the same letters. I was like, Mike Shinoda and Kylie Minogue. Yes. This is either going to be the worst song or the greatest song of all time. And I don't know. Um, but it's called in my head and it's, it's kind of just an electro pop banger and it's, you know, Mike Shinoda doing Mike Shinoda things, you know, you're, you, you get to hear the, the, the talent that he's got, um, rapping like he used to and everything. So it, it's very cool to hear. I, this song's great, man. I really, really like this song called In My Head. Check it out. Nice. nice. Add Kylie Minogue's Can't Get You Out of My Head onto the playlist. <laughs> <this week. laughs> so. I randomly watched, uh, what was the, when Lincoln Park and Jay-Z, what was the... the um... Oh, Crash Course. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I randomly watched this clip of uh, Jay-Z in the studio with Linkin Park, um, like recording his tracks for that album. And it was just like, phew, it was a major throwback. And then I went down a rabbit hole. That album was so good. Uh, anyway, my last one was from a band called Friend Circle. I put them on the playlist before. They put out an EP called No Chill. 
going to put the title track from that EP on the playlist this week. They are, I mean, if you just like, if you want to hear party punk rock ish music, these guys are my best recommendation. Uh, they're a lot of fun. So that's, uh, that's my third and final song. And, um, unless Didi wants to put something from the Lincoln park Jay-Z album <laughs> on the playlist and then I'll take an assist on that one too. I mean, we could throw that whole thing on there. Six <laughs> songs, just throw it all on the playlist. Um, <laughs> uh, my, what do we got? This is my last one. Uh, Willie Jones, no telling. Uh, it is a country song um, about cheating and mm. not really caring about cheating on that person. <laughs> And it's amazing. And it's so good. And it made me think of like some of the best songs about cheating in history. And I almost made that my like, I almost made a theme for this playlist this week for myself as like favorite cheating songs. But I'm just going to stick with No Telling by Willie Jones. But it's really, it's really good. This is a fun cheating song, not a sad cheating song. You don't, no one cares about the exes and the the people you're dating at the song. This is like a Vegas cheating song. It's like a, this relationship's almost over. You meet a girl, her relationship's almost over. And, you know, you keep it quiet. But this is a fun cheating song. <laughs> Willie Jones, no telling. Check it out. <laughs> uh, and last one for me is by David. And if you don't know David, David is spelled uh, D4VD. Uh, right. Naturally. Naturally, <laughs> because, it would be. Of course. Yeah. Because of course, um, and he, he's really getting popular. He and I and I've been listening to him for a little while, and he just drops a song called "Worthless," and he's like moody, kind of indie pop, right? Um, but you know, really excited every time I see his name pop up with some new music, and "Worthless" is is really good. Um, so check that one out. D four VD and I and all right. So you said Moody, and as soon as his like Apple Music thing comes up, there's like a picture of him with blood on his shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's his title picture on Apple Music yeah. is him with blood on his shirt. Yeah, maybe a little deceiving so, yeah. there, but yeah. All right, kind of Moody indie pop. It's good stuff. Check it out. Okay. <laughs> well, that is what we are listening to this week. Shouts to D. For VD, um, yeah, that's a lot. That name, but anyways, man. check it out on Spotify. Uh, updated every single week, and the songs stay on there for two weeks. So that sounds weird, yeah. but it all works out. Well, this was fun, boys. Any final thoughts on the brunch breakdown? Other than AI is slightly terrifying. Yeah, it controlled out. this podcast. Shout out to the robots that know us better than we know ourselves. You know, uh, we can officially fire our producer. We don't need it anymore. <laughs> like we've, we've got a new free one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the brush breakdown. We're out.